0: If you go through an entire year in business without adversity, I mean, if you go through an entire year without having to make a tough firing decision or having to overcome some crazy scenario, you're playing too small, okay? Because adversity is going to help you grow because you're going to learn from it and you're going to help yourself um, make better decisions in the future. And better decisions lead to better business. And I'm going to talk to you about some adversity that I dealt with last week um, and where we're at now. So tune in. I'm excited. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's up, guys? A week of adversity hit me, and I want to talk about it because I know that maybe if you run into some similar situations that I did, uh, you'll know how to handle them a little better than I did. Um, But everything kind of went a little crazy in my painting business. You know, you guys know that I'm kind of hands off. So Uh, you know, having to pick up the pieces, kind of just really put some jobs behind. So I want to talk about kind of some things. First thing is you have to understand that your managers are the most important aspect of your business. You can build a strong business around great management. You know, if you have people that you can count on. And there was one guy in particular that, uh, I'd given a lot of chances to, I believed in him to be a manager, but he had such a hard transition from going from a painter worker to a manager. It's, you know, when you get a new role in a business, you have to level up internally, mentally, about, you know, what you do on a daily basis and how you act and how you oversee. And, you know, it would be time after time where there would just be the same mistakes happening over and over. And really, I can just boil it down to carelessness. You know, it comes down to a point where, you know, you give someone so many opportunities because you believe in them and they're a good person, you know, but ultimately at the end of the day, as a business owner, I have a responsibility and my first responsibility is to keep my word. And most of the time, my word is to my customers. So the goal is, is for the managers to ensure that I'm not lying and I'm keeping my word. And time after time and time after time, you know, windows weren't being caulked. There'd be trash left or you know, around the house, there'd be things blatantly missed. And I just couldn't understand, you know, how that was happening because I always try to put myself in the position of the people that I've working for me. I'll say, you know, if I was working on this job, I would have walked around just one more time to make sure before I left that everything was good. And that doesn't take much of an effort. It's just having that character to say, I don't want to leave here unless it's perfect because I know that these people are paying to have this done. And, I, and all I can ask for and hope for in my managers is that they have that same standard. And one thing that we do have is a final punch-out checklist to ensure that. But sometimes we can't get to that job to ensure that it happens. So I have to actually trust the, the crew leader slash project manager to make sure it gets done. And there was a big job that we had. And, you know, it, it doesn't just come down to the end of job. It really comes down to how the manager is able to... Allocate the resources that you put underneath that manager effectively so the job runs efficiently. And if you, you know, in our business, we have three painters underneath the manager, so each crew has four guys. And how he draws out the game plan is how the job's going to go. I think we all know if we paint backwards, it's going to take us a lot of time. But if we have a plan, a system in place to make sure that everything's done in an effective way, I mean, we can really capitalize on our time and do a phenomenal job where no one's stressed at the end of the job. I'm never really worried about my guys milking the clock. A lot of times, it's really worse on them because they have to come back for an extra day when a lot of us want to leave and go to the next job, you know. So I don't ever worry about that. But what I do get really frustrated with or what I did get really frustrated with was the fact that we were consistently lagging on jobs and I would... I would reach out to the other employees, and I'd say, well, what was the plan here that he laid out? And the plan that he, they would relay to me would be so out of the out of the woods, and it was the lazy plan. It was taking the path of least resistance. It wasn't taking that extra time to do it the right way, so at the end of the job, we're coasting instead of panicking. So last week, you know, we were doing an interior. Um the interior was fairly big. I had it for 3 days, it took them 5. So the whole week was taken up on a $3800 interior. We normally do 7 to 9 grand in produced work for that crew and there was only 3800 produced. That's a major issue, okay? that means that something was mismanaged and it was just you know it was just excuse after excuse after excuse and what it really came down to was a lack of proper management of time and that's something that i that i would continuously harp on but again somebody who's coming from that worker mentality to a project manager okay they are only thinking about themselves they are only thinking about the task that's in front of them and getting them to be in a point where they can step back, walk around, and readjust the job scope to ensure an efficient finish, you know, that's, that's been tough. So granted, this house was <clears throat> fairly big, and I underbid it a little bit, given the circumstances. Still, you know, it was it was dragging because we also had to do the outside of this house. So, you know, Wednesday came around. I'm like, hey, we got to get started on the outside. Oh, we we just would rather finish the inside. Okay. Friday came around. Hey, we got to get some movement on the outside. Okay. Because this is a whole project inside and outside. This is me relaying to him my expectations, knowing what's going to happen here, trying to prevent it. Now I'm influencing the job, trying to get it done. And this person's not taking my advice that I know is going to work. You go outside, let them finish the inside. You start prepping the job. And then we'll have at least a good finish on the outside for next week. So the outside was budgeted for four days. Okay. Four days comes around, we're nowhere near finished. Okay. We got a whole nother day. And those of you who book jobs back to back to back, you know this. So jobs coming around, um, you know, end of day on the fourth day on the outside, nothing's, not, we're not even close. So that means that I have to apologize to a homeowner. I have to tell them that we're not starting till Monday so we can work on Friday. My profit's dramatically de- decreasing. Um, and, and who do you blame here? And, and really, essentially, it's the manager. It's the person in charge. You know, the expectations I set aren't crazy, but they're, they're attainable if you have a little bit of effort. But this is the type of person that, you know, cuts out and starts packing up at 3 o'clock when we're supposed to leave at 4. You know, you know, starts washing brushes at three, you know, and 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 is leaving at three thirty, you know, and saying, oh, oh, we, you know, this, that, and the other, we we busted our butts today. Um, the 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 manager's standard is the standard for the company. That's where I want to get to here because the standard was low and it was really low, and my internal nature is to to help people to care to give opportunity to create to help people develop as individuals to help them grow within my company but i'm going to tell you this and this is something that you need to know because this is going to affect your hiring decisions is that you cannot teach character that's something that they have to already have and if you you try to teach character you're gonna get so frustrated. You want to make sure that the person that you hire has good character. That's the number one thing you got to worry about. If you try to teach it when you're when they're working for you, you're gonna run into frustration. Okay. And when I hired this person, I didn't hire him as a manager. And he had he seemed to have good character. He was, you know, he was he was great for a long time. And then he stepped into this role when we had a gap and he started, you know, stepping up, but he burnt out. And he started not appreciating the opportunity instead, resenting the work and that can happen because the motivation for him was money and ultimately there's only so much to go around. Not necessarily saying, wow, this company is always there for me. This company lets me go to my doctor's appointments. This company makes sure that I have a bonus here and there. This company is making sure that, you know, I have a vehicle to drive to work and I get gas to put in that vehicle and there's work every day and like, you know, this company is awesome and and there's people that would value that more than a couple extra bucks. And that's what it came down to, the frustration, the burnout, the resentment, and that happens. But it's hard when it happens to a manager. And had I screened this person as a manager, I don't think I would have made the decision. I don't. I think that because he stepped into that role um, and and I got comfortable with it because he did produce some work for a long time for us. And it wasn't like phenomenal, but I had to babysit. I had to always kind of like be on edge about, you know, the job. So now we're at a point where I had to make the decision. And those of you who are in my position where you have somebody that you know needs to go, it's never easy. It's never been easy. I've done this now five or six times where I've invested my heart into individuals. I've put them in positions to succeed, and I had to let them go. And I don't see it as firing. I mean, they fired themselves. You know, when we got to the job on Friday, there was still a lot of work to be done there were still a lot of things that needed to be fixed. There's still a lot of, a lot of things that should have been addressed addressed. And I went to the job Friday and I normally don't make job visits, but I was so frustrated that I needed to go and see what was taking so long on this job. And there was a lot of things that needed to be done that weren't done. And it looked like a whole nother day of work into Saturday. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And, And ultimately, as a business, our our job is to maximize. It is, and you you don't want to maximize to the point where money is all you care about. But that's how a business runs efficiently and survives. I mean, we can't sink the boat because we got somebody driving it, and you know they don't have the best interest for the ship in mind. They just care about them getting to their own destination, not necessarily the ship. And we got to make sure that. So that's what I got for you today. When you're hiring, hire for character. Okay, you could teach skill. Okay. Now remember, people who make the transition from being a worker to never having managed before—that's a tough transition. But if somebody's willing enough and has the character and the care, okay, to to run your company efficiently, that's when you're going to be successful. So we made the switch. Things are good now. Um, I had somebody that has been a longtime employee of mine that stepped up, and I trust one thousand percent. I don't think I'll ever even have to call him. I just know that the job's going to get done. And I can't believe it took me this long to make this decision, but I did. And those of you who are in my position, I suggest that you really dig deep um, and you say, you know what? And, and here's the conversation I said to him. I said, look, you know, as, as much as I don't want to do this, it's probably the best for both of us because I can tell that you're burnt out. And obviously, you know that I'm not happy with what you've been producing. And it'll be a great opportunity for you to find something else to do you know, and that's it. I mean, and and it was an okay, got it type deal. And and that was it. And I wish him the best. So, you know, ultimately our business and our job is to maintain, you know, efficiency to do our very best for the people that pay us to ensure that the workers that we provide our managers are being utilized efficiently to make sure whoever's setting the standard is setting a good one to make sure that our reputation stays phenomenal and if you you know and and the beauty of it is we we have a system so i'm able to just plug someone right into the system there's no one individual greater than your system and that's what you need to make sure that you have If you have one crew, you should have roles in that crew that if somebody leaves that role, you know, you need to fill that role. Some of us will go, you know, we'll we'll have a system that works. Somebody will leave and we'll never fill the position. So we'll have, you know, let's say we're working with a team of four. Somebody leaves and you just say, whatever, we'll just work with three because it's cheaper. No, that's not the system. The system for us is. Two crews of four, one supervisor at the top, okay? He goes in and balances the jobs if they need to be finished a little sooner. He goes out and does estimates to four guys who run the jobs. I got a project manager. I got a crew lead. uh, I got an apprentice. And of course, you know, just uh, a journeyman. So, you know, you have that team of four. And when one leaves... Okay, I know that I know exactly what I'm looking for to fit into that system. It's kind of like Starbucks, guys. You know, I I, I like Starbucks, so that's why I always use them, but they're a phenomenal franchise. And, you know, if the head barista leaves, they're not going to be looking for somebody with no coffee making experience. Okay, They want somebody that's made coffee before so they can walk right into that head barista role or they'll hire somebody with coffee experience and move them up, right? So in the same breath, if they have somebody that's just a, uh, let's say, a busser, I don't even know if they have that role, but somebody that doesn't make coffee but maybe does a couple things here and there, maybe makes the hot chocolate, right, like a helper role, they're going to bring somebody with no experience because that's such an easy thing to train for. So when you have the system – Filling people in is is perfect. That means that there's no hiccups in our schedule. Um, And that's what happened. So, all right. So, you know, adversity is going to hit you, but you got to grow. I feel like just because now, even though it was an adverse week for us, even though I lost some money on a job, which I never do, even though that we made this transition and jobs are kind of starting to catch up, we're going to be so much stronger because that means that I can give a direction and it's going to be done to efficiency. Customers are going to be happier. More reviews are going to come in. And, you know, we're, we're moving forward and that's the goal, always growing. Thank you, guys. Uh, we got drip jobs coming out. Dude, those of you who have been following me on this drip jobs thing, like when you develop a software, I know that some of you guys have been asking me and I just like when you develop a software, um, all you're thinking about is what could go wrong. <laughs> and that's where we're at. It's just going back and forth to make sure that it's, it's foolproof because I, I take this stuff seriously. This software is going to help you run your business. This is, you're going to be your communication hub for your business. This is how you're going to interact with your customers. This is how you're going to, you know, close your deals. This is how you're going to get appointments. This is how you're going to, I mean, like there's so many aspects that are so important to me. And as much as I'm excited, like it was supposed to be out already. And as much as I'm excited, I can't let it out yet until it's until it's near perfect. So bear with me just you know, continue the excitement, follow trip jobs on Instagram. If you're interested, um, you know, I'll be posting some updates on it, maybe some screenshots of what it looks like and what it is. Um, but yeah. So thank you guys as always very much appreciate you spending your time here on the podcast. I don't even know how, you know, the podcast got this big, but I'm very thankful to have uh, you listening to it. So if you have any feedback on this, please let me know. I'd love to work through any problems you have. If you want to do a business breakthrough session, those are hype. You know I, I i love those things so if you think you want to jump in uh in the inferno and uh do the uh, breakthrough session with me i'd love it so hit me up see ya hey i just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the contractor secrets podcast um, i'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people helping people um i've changed my instagram name to at contractor coach and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you, so please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So, Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.